poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Chasing Poker Greatness with your host, Brad Wilson. Welcome, 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 my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of CPG.com. Actually, not CPG.com, ChasingPokerGreatness.com. I'm not sure what CPG.com actually is. Uh, don't go there. You, you've, you've been warned. <laughs> um, John, welcome to the show. It's not Tactical Tuesday, but it's another kind of day. What are we hopping into today? Uh, thought it was about time that we give everybody a update on how the Wolves program has been going. Um, our last video um, kind of detailed how uh, we struggled with, you know, kind of poor results um, with the Wolves. But um, I think one thing that was looking good at the be- at the end of the last video was that um, the strats were working well for me and Shu. So I think we were confident that the strats themselves work really well but uh we just had a lot of improving to do as like teachers and coaches and just kind of understanding how to teach these strats to the wolves um in a, yeah. in a better manner apparently it's a project that takes more than one month to master who who would have <laughs> ever thought that figuring out all where all the buttons were and leading folks and creating a poker factory that turns out crushers was actually going to take a lot of energy, a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and time. Um, but maybe that's maybe that's just like how these giant projects need to go. You just need to be like ignorant, so ignorant that you get started. And then once you got started, you're kind of like, well, there's no turning back now. Like, <laughs> we're, we're already too far in, so we got to keep moving forward, um, which kind of falls in line with the podcast and the village and the courses and pretty much any project that I have ever uh, undertaken in my life. So yeah, I I guess that's maybe a theme. I'm just very ignorant. uh, And then once I get my teeth into something, I I tend to not let go. You're too stubborn to quit. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It's sunk cost fallacy. Like that's all it is. It's like, I'm I'm a big believer in sunk cost (laughs) as it relates to my stuff. Well, I mean, uh, with with wolves at least, I think it's 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 turning out okay, and and hopefully in the next couple of slides we'll be able to show everybody that your stubbornness has paid off. I mean, I would say that like with the podcast, with the village, with courses, with coaching, I th- I think everything has paid off. It just these things take time, and I think yeah. we just overestimate how much we can get done in a short amount of time. Yeah. And the reality is, like, we're not superhuman, and we just have to keep working. Um, and grinding, which is exactly what, you know, I've been doing specifically over the past six or seven months, you know, you, you and Shu uh, have been in there battling, you, you've also been on the felt battling at the same time, my whole existence has been, how, how do I, uh, how do I maximize? How, how do I fulfill my end of the bargain here as it relates to a coaching for profit by making the making sure that um, our success rate is high, as high as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, you've definitely been uh, way more focused on on wolves um, than than Shu and I have, mostly because, uh, like you said, we've we've also been trying to use the strats in in real life and, and test them out in the in the streets. Yeah, you guys have been printing. Like you guys are just out there <laughs> in the easy life, out there crushing. Uh, I've been envious of both of you many 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 times just like oh my god like these guys are fucking killing it and like i'm just in here buried um but now the fruit is blossoming which is nice so let's get into this this wolves update without any further ado so i just wanted to start with a quick refresher um for what wolves is um in case this is sometime someone's first time uh hearing about wolves or clicking on the Chasing Poker Greatness channel on YouTube. Um, yeah. So Wolves is Chasing Poker Greatness's cash game coaching for profits program or, or CFP for short. Um, a CFP is basically an arrangement between uh, a student and a coach where instead of paying an hourly rate, um, the student pays a percentage of their profits um, in exchange for coaching. Um, I think it's just a, a really good way to align everyone's incentives. Um, what makes the Wolves CFP uh, unique and, and different from uh, most other CFPs is that uh, the strategies, the poker strategies that we create and teach are based on mass data analysis. Essentially, the question that we're trying to answer is what is your pool actually doing? Not not what, you know, not how do people play poker in theory? And then take what your pool is actually doing, the population tendencies, um, create, you know, high EV, the highest EV responses that we can or, or the highest EV actions that we can based on population tendencies. I mean, so yeah, like this, this falls in line with like what I've been saying on the podcast for years now, ever since the genesis of like, you play poker against people and people are predictable. And that's just the reality of, of the world um, that we live in. And so like, when you're playing poker against people, you're not playing against a robot, you're not playing against a machine, you're not playing against PioSolver, playing as a human being with emotions. Um, and people just tend to be predictable by nature. And yep. so it just makes all the sense in the world to me to, yeah, look at data and figure out like, oh, how are people playing these spots? And then what should the appropriate counter be? Um, and then, you know, we also inject theory into the equation as well, because you have to, like even, even building out strats based on data is still creating poker theory. Um, so yeah, that that's really the only path that's ever made any sense to me. It's like, if you're going to figure out how to maximize, if you're going to create a factory that churns out crushers, well, we need to understand what people are doing so that we can build strategies around that instead of like what nobody will ever do, which is what the output of a solve is. Yeah, All right. Nobody. <laughs> There's no pool that check raises 15% versus like a range C bet in a single raise plot that just, you know, I don't think we're ever going to see that, at least that, you know, low and mid, mid stakes online. So what are you really solving for if, if that's what your solver is assuming? Yeah. I mean, change like node, node lock some early decision tree actions in a solver and see, see how the output changes and yeah. then ask yourself like, hmm, sh- you know, should I be actually doing what is suggested here when mm-hmm. the reality is like the frequencies are just out of whack? So I guess the the third bullet on this slide is kind of going into how and when do we teach these uh, mass data based strats um, every day. We have, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. We'll 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 go through the formal uh, the formal teaching time first. So there's one two hour weekly group coaching session. Um, this is a session where all three coaches, me, Brad, and Shu, are um, on a call with uh, every single wolf 
um, at the same time. We kind of use this for slightly more like macro strategy management. So we'll if we implemented a new strat a couple weeks ago, we'll go through hand histories to see how the strat is performing. Um, if uh, the three coaches have developed a, uh, or, or come up with a new strat, um, we'll spend that time kind of teaching it and, and um, helping the helping the wolves understand kind of the ins and outs uh, of whatever new strategy we're teaching. Um, on top of weekly group coaching, there's a weekly group hand history review session um, called Wolves PPH. Uh, that's an hour of just bringing any hand that you had questions about, any trouble spots. Um, it could be thematic too, depending on like what we studied that week. Sure. Like if we studied a specific thing, then it's bring hands related to that specific spot so that we can mm -hmm. talk about it, um, ask questions and identify coaching blind spots, right? Because you can't, uh, I'm just, I'm resigned to the fact that you can't see every angle. You can't um, think about every single thing. You can't ask every single question that there is to ask. And so like having a bunch of different eyes who are looking at things and seeing the angles and asking questions uh, allow us to you know, better build out strategies for the future um, and, and really allow us to reflect on what we've made and um, maybe change things if, if such is necessary. But I think that that's just part of the part of the process. Yeah, and I think it's uh, like you know now that Wolves has grown a little bit, it's it's been really fun kind of going through that process with um, you know a group of really smart, good poker players that are you know kind of like trying to ask questions that sort of poke holes at the strats that we make. Right? Yeah, and of course. Understand them better, and you yeah, have I think that, to. I think that's just been it's just been a really I don't know at least personally that's been one of my favorite experiences in Wolves is is kind of that back and forth in PPH or, or group coaching. I mean, I'm as as a human like I I don't want to be dogmatic about anything. I don't want to be religious about any single strategy, any single thing that we do or that we teach. Everything is up for investigation. Everything is up for being upgraded. Um, and I think again that that's another thing that I've just been I've carried with me as a poker player is like I just. I'm not going to stick with anything. I'm going to always question things, always look to see if there's a better way. And, you know, we have lots of tools these days that can shine lights on whether or not there are better ways that, and that's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And in addition to the two um, kind of group coaching settings, um, the wolves are kind of on a rotational schedule for one-on-one -on -one coaching with you, Brad, do you want to kind of just touch on what you guys go over in one-on-one -on -one coaching? That's a little bit different from, the stuff that we talk about in group coaching? Yeah, it just depends. I mean, it, it's more personalized, yeah. more targeted towards each individual wolf, even though like their protocols kind of across the board for what to do in various situations. Uh, I think that each individual wolf struggles in different areas. They have questions about different areas. And so like it, it just... From a one-to-one -one coaching perspective, I've always said that like you need to understand many different paradigms that the students come from so that you can communicate with them um, from however they're viewing poker. Mm -hmm. And I think that even amongst the wolves, they think about things differently. They struggle in different areas. They have different strengths. Um, some of them, uh, you know, are, are more innovative, right? They want to test and try different strategies out that may be good and they may be terrible. <laughs> and like, so private coaching, uh, again, helps to see like, 
oh yeah, this is really good. Like, or no, this is terrible. Please never do this again. And I'll show you why, exactly why it's losing money. So it's just personalized attention, mm-hmm. um, targeted focus to each individual player. Sometimes it's performance-based, right? Sometimes it's life-based, schedule-based, just, you know, identifying problems and solving problems, which is what I spend most of my waking life doing. Yeah. And it's nice to have a community to do that with. And that's sort of kind of the next yeah. point. I think that's really what Wolves is, is trending towards. I think it's not just like a, it doesn't feel like, oh, the CFP or like this coaching student relationship as much as it did kind of early on, or maybe as much as I expected it to early on. And it, it really just feels like, like community is like the best, best word I can, I can think for it. And, and right now it's, it's pretty small We're we only have 13 uh, active wolves and there's three coaches. So like the, you know, kind of coach to student ratio is, is, is uh, really good. And like pretty much if, if anybody needs, you know, hands-on attention, um, I would say that there's going to be at least one coach available, like in 24 hours to, to provide whatever feedback or whatever help, um, you know, a wolf wants or needs. Sometimes it's like, Hey, can you like go over a, uh, a session with me and we'll just look at hand industries for a whole session. And, you know, sometimes it's just telling them to keep doing the, what they're doing or, Sometimes it's fixing leaks, um, but yeah, this happens all the time. Um, our the Slack channel where uh, the wolves and the coaches are is just like it's nonstop hand histories, questions, Zoom links for uh, session reviews. Um, yeah, it's it's just a it's it's like an energizing place to be because like you can just tell that everyone's working, everyone's trying to get better uh, just around the clock all the time. Yeah. And, and I mean, one of the prerequisites to getting accepted into Wolves is that, is that we need to like you. And I would say that for all of the Wolves, like, I actually love all of them. I, I root for them as human beings, as people. Yeah. I, I root for their personal lives. I root for whatever they're tackling outside of playing we went on cards. a retreat with a bunch of them recently, right? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, like... I invest most of my energy into the program, right? Like the listener um, has probably recognized there haven't been as many interview style podcasts that have been dropped. And it's because this is where I'm putting all of my energy into the CPG Wolves program. And I love all these guys and I want the success rate to be as high as possible. And like, I don't want people to drop out. I don't want people to fail. I don't want people... Um, you know, they're going to struggle. There's going to be pain and suffering. This is poker. We can't like dress it up as something that it's not. You're going to lose. You're going to suffer. You're going to get whacked. And that's just the nature of the game, but making sure that they're okay, right? Like giving them comfort, um, or reviewing their database, reviewing their hands and letting them know, like you're on the right path. You're making the right decisions. Everything will work out in the end. Um, yeah, it's my you know, it's my favorite part of the program uh, is just interacting with people that I enjoy interacting with all the time. It's given me a lot of fulfillment and joy in my day-to-day life. And um, yeah, I don't think it was fully anticipated that I would enjoy it as much as I do, but I just do. <laughs> yeah, I, I I couldn't have anticipated how much I, I, I love this community, this community too. I mean, it's just I love talking about poker and thinking about poker. And now there's just there are 13 wolves and two other coaches that I can do that with pretty much whenever I want. 
Yeah, you're uh, you're not a very touchy feely type type person, so I, I can see how you wouldn't uh, <laughs> anticipate loving the community so much. Like I was like I just get the itch sometimes to read a hand history, and I'm like oh, I can just open up Slack and like get my fix whenever I, whenever I want. Yeah. Um, so the last thing about community, this hasn't happened yet, but is in the works. Um, performance coaching. Uh, this is kind of a kind of a new addition to the strategic stuff that we've been uh, that we've been hammering for since the beginning of Wolves. Um, mm-hmm. You want to just briefly talk about what performance, what type of performance coaching you have lined up for us and what you envision for the future for, um, you know, I, I, so I've, I've brought on my, my good friend, uh, Adam Creek, the Olympic gold medalist, and he's going to basically lead some performance workshops over the course of the next year and hopefully for many years to come. Um, and I think that, you know, you have to, the, the first thing is making sure that the hands that you play are high quality. The hands that you play are um, making money. The decisions that you're making are good. Your factory is firing on all cylinders and it's producing really high quality products, right? And then after that, it, it, it moves to performance. Like how do we make as many products as we possibly can? How do we live um, a balanced life? How do we upgrade sleep? How do we upgrade personal relationships? How, how do we upgrade social life? Like all, all of these different areas um, that surround poker, but are not poker, but have a giant impact into um, how well you're able to play the game. I think it's just like of the utmost importance. And it's always been in the plans to have, you know, a performance side. And there are many more future plans that I have. Uh, but yeah, you just have to take things one step at a time. And the first, the first step was putting people in a position to where they're going to be successful and they're finding success. And then from there, um, looking at the performance side, looking at mental game side, looking at, uh, you know, other projects that wolves may participate in giving them opportunities, just all of these things are downstream, but the first thing, you know, the first domino is making sure guys are in a position to make money and do well and have a lot of confidence whenever they sit down and play their sessions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that progression makes perfect sense. I mean, you just, you have to know the strats and you have to be able to execute, you know, the strategies. Um, yeah. Almost perfectly. And once you can do that though, like the highest EV thing that you can do to kind of make more money or be a better poker player, start tweaking the other aspects of your life. Um, Cause you know, once you know the strats and you're executing them well, like the things that start mattering are, you know, how well are you eating? How much sleep are you getting? You know, you have good personal relationships with your friends or your significant other or family and stuff like that. And, and yeah, just having, having essentially like as good of a mental game and, and kind of physical game as you, as you possibly can. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So you can do yeah, the little, little re- this. So, recap. Yeah. 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 So Wolf started summer 2021 last year. Uh, Brad and Shu started working on MDA strategies. Um, I joined sometime in the fall, a couple couple months later. Um, in the winter of 2021, December, uh, CPG Wolves officially launched with five contracted players. Um, as you know, people who watched the previous video will remember, things didn't go so well out the gate. Um, the strats were working well, great for me and Shu, but uh, we were just we had a lot to learn in terms of teaching the strats and and helping others understand the strats. Um, the early returns were not good. The results were were negative uh we had two wolves drop out um which was pretty devastating um and then spring came around and 
I don't know. Maybe we just had to get out of winter or something. <laughs> but yeah. but winter unfortunately froze around. froze a couple of pups to death yeah. um, out in the wilderness. But yeah. yeah, I mean, again, it's it's a matter of learning. It's a matter of progression. It's a matter of communication. It's a matter of teaching. It's a matter of anticipating potential problems that you didn't see coming. Right. That may not even be related to whether or not a, a wolf is having a lot of success or not. Right. Like that was very big surprise is that like one of, one of the pups that froze to death in the wilderness was actually very, very successful um, in the beginning. And there were just problems that I didn't anticipate that I didn't have visibility of in time, um, which caused me to upgrade my protocols and make sure that like, whenever uh, I see that somebody's struggling mentally, whenever they're on a bad run, you know, they string together, four or five losing sessions in a row, right? Or even one session where they get obliterated that mm-hmm. I communicate to them directly. I ask them how they're feeling. I ask them if they want to review their hands um, because like just, you know, people need support. You need support when you play this game because yeah. like it's a very brutal thing. And like, yeah, so anytime that somebody's struggling, I'm reaching out directly. We have protocols in place that, you know, somebody loses five buy-ins, they, they have to review every hand that's more than 10 big blinds um, in the Wolf channel on Zoom just to see what's going on, to see if they, there was anything they could have done differently um, or to see if they just played well and, and then get feedback that like, no, you're just, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's just variance was not on your side. And yeah. so keep pushing forward, right? So, you know, it's a matter, like there's growth and there's progression here from the coaches, from everyone. Um, and I don't mind making mistakes. I just don't want to make the same mistakes multiple times. And so like, as each month passes, there's more and more protocols, more and more, um, failure points that I identify and then take steps to remedy them so that future wolves won't fall through the cracks. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was just so much stuff happened and so much learning happened on both sides in the, at the end of the winter and early spring, but. We're here now, summer 2022. We got 13 active wolves uh, taking applications every day. Um, we got wolves playing six max online, uh, full ring online. Uh, we even have a, one wolf playing live cash. Um, the recent results have been, I mean, honestly, really impressive. Not just like, it's not just the turnaround. I mean, the 6.5 BBs in the last 250K hands, nine BBs per hundred in the last 80,000 hands. Um, you know, Every wolf is winning, like we said in the last slide. So it's no surprise that we've got a handful of wolves that are taking shots at higher stakes. Um, That's probably just going to be the case going forward. Like we'll just always probably have a handful of people shot taking. um, Yeah. Trying to move up. That's the ideal, right? Like get up, move up stakes, Mm -hmm. crush the stake you're at, move up, get support, get feedback, keep battling. Um, Yeah. I mean, 6.5 big blinds per hundred over the last 250K hands. uh, Couldn't make me happier i mean it it is like it's been a it feels like a long battle even though it's only been about nine months but a lot of hard work a lot of weekly hours um blood sweat and tears that have gone into achieving this win rate and um you know my my end goal is to have a million hand data set of 10 bbs per hundred like that's that's my personal goal um it's in my opinion, a pretty bold and audacious goal. Um, but it's a target to shoot at 
And I mean, we're nine months in, we're at 6.5 big blinds. So I think that, I think it's achievable. Um, yeah. Exceptionally difficult, but achievable. I mean, you and Chu are above 10 BBs per hundred right now. I think both, both of you are in your respective stakes. So it's a thing that can be done. And yeah, it's always fun to have big goals. Yeah, honestly, like just screw the people who say like poker's dead or online poker is impossible or like just, you know, it's, you know, incredibly tough. Like there's just, there's still tons of room to make money um, mid stakes, high stakes online. So I yeah, mean, we're just, we're just proving it here. Yeah, look, I, I've, I've learned to just drown out like the noise. Like I, I just don't, there, there's so much that's said like, you know, I posted Chew's graph on Twitter and like people are like, ah, this Fugazi graph. That's <laughs> and, and to me, like what, what higher compliment can somebody give you, right? Than yeah. say that like this freaking ridiculous graph that's like 11 plus BBs per hundred at, you know, 500 through 2K no limit is right. fake. I'm winning so much money. People don't believe it. But. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that to me is like that the highest compliment that somebody can receive. And I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to put my head down and we're going to get there. And I know that it's achievable. And so that's, that's what we're going to do. And I don't care about the outside noise saying that something is like impossible. Um, because I, I know the reality, like I've seen the reality and yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Let's give yeah the fun stuff, the yeah. graphs. I'm sure this is what everyone was waiting for. Maybe yeah. we should have we should have mentioned it at the beginning to keep people to the end of the video. Um, nah, I think I, I think if I think they'll make it this far. Yeah. <laughs> so we have this this graph, and we have to remember that like for the podcast listener, they can't see the graph. They're oh. beautiful though. They they're very they beautiful. beautiful. So yeah, you can check it out on YouTube.com/slash Chasing Poker Greatness <laughs> as a podcast, but. Uh, yeah, this first graph is um, 50K hand sample, 6.3 BBs per 100 at 200 NL, uh, playing six max. Looks like they're running 20 buy-ins or so below EV. I know. Um, but I don't, it is what it is. Um, and we have this graph with, you know, the red line killer uh, winning 9.8 big blinds per 100 over the last 50K, playing 200 NL. Um, I think this graph. Oh, sorry. Finish. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think this graph and the previous graph are really interesting to see, uh, kind of side by side, because one has a red line that goes straight up, one has a blue line that goes straight up instead. And you know, had I looked at these two graphs uh, without knowing the players or, or anything about them, I would say, oh, these guys are both crushers, but they're clearly playing different strategies. Yeah, which is just not the case. And so well, like, I think it is the case. Like I think that. You know the truth is like poker's a big game. It's it has a really big it has a really big game tree and as I mentioned before in like the coaching sessions there's room for nuance. There's room um to do things a little bit differently. Yeah. And it's in those little differences that you know crazy things kind of occur. Like you you could imagine that this 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 wolf um is probably pretty aggressive, probably doesn't enjoy giving up um, on pots. And yeah. you know, th this wolf is probably okay with giving up more pots on earlier decisions, decisions, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I, I think that, yeah, they are deploying the majority 
of the same strats. However, there's still room for nuance. There's still room for people to apply yeah. their own. There's still room for your personality to shine through. Right. <laughs> shine through the strats. Right. Their their artistic expression. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see this this one. Um. Yeah. This this wolf is stealing all of the the run good from <laughs> the, the first wolf, winning at eight point nine big blinds per hundred, and again, um, different looking graph than the last one where you know their uh blue and green lines are going up their red line is breaking about even mm -hmm. um but they're still winning at 8.9 big blinds per hundred so and so yeah we have our this, this data set's relatively small 17k hands but yeah our, it's our full uh, ring wolf our full full ringer um winning at 12.7 big blinds so again it's too early to call because the data set, we need many more hands, but very proud. Um, very proud of all these guys. Is that we it? got one more. No, we got, this is my favorite one. I saved the best for last. Oh yeah. Th this one. Yeah. Okay. So this is our, uh, well, no longer our newest wolf, but, um, our second newest wolf, uh, we'll call him JJ. Uh, so this is actually his graph it includes results before he joined wolves and then the white arrow uh, that goes down the middle of the graph is the point where he joined wolves and i mean my god is the is the juxtaposition yeah if, for the podcast listener it looks like a v pretty much yeah. <laughs> um pretty much looks like a v and yeah i mean it, this is kind of the craziest graph of them all and you can obviously tell like when when something changed about about their strategy yeah but uh clearly yeah, a huge strategic change why did we even accept this guy Look at <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, jj is yeah he, he's he's i don't want to say one of my favorites but one of my favorites he, he's he's just he, he's going to be a in my opinion he's going to be a a superstar and yeah. I, I think that the poker world will eventually know Jay, who Jay. he is and we'll see him playing very high stakes on stream um will likely be a cpg private coach will likely um be in charge of uh helping to build out future iterations of the wolf program i think just insanely likable and smart talented person who loves poker more than almost anybody that that I know, you know, John, you love poker. He loves poker uh, at least the same amount as you, um, which is yeah, pretty wild to say. This is his uh, his same same guy's graph, JJ's graph, uh, since he joined Wolves. Um, obviously, yeah. a small sample of ten thousand hands, but yeah, 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 almost twenty four BBs per hundred, and like the red line is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good too. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. We need like you said, though, not shocked to see this guy have these sorts of results, especially out the gate. This is, yeah, this is what I expected from him. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we'll get a bigger data set and we'll be able to share some stuff uh, yeah. moving forward into the future. Mm -hmm. uh, is that, is that it for the, for the deck? Uh, just one last, just reminder um, on how to apply to wolves. If after this uh, little webinar or this little slide deck, you're, you're it's called a podcast, John. Podcast, you've, sorry. you've been on like 
multiple of them. Before, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, cbgwolves.com. Um, the application will require you to submit a recent 50k hand sample, a short introduction video, and then some you know personal information like name, uh, age, what 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 stakes you play, that kind of stuff. If you don't have a recent sample though, don't fear. Uh, you can still get into wolves. Um, I would say the easiest way to do it is probably just join Greatness Village, um, book a consult with Coach Chu for some private coaching. Um, probably yeah. within one or two sessions, if you're a really good poker player and she was impressed by your PEs and thinks you have potential, then you know he'll probably just snap recommend you to apply to Wolves. And um, you we know, like talent, others, yeah, we like yeah. passion. We like yeah. like hard workers and we like smart human beings. So yeah. I mean. While the 50k hand data set is quite important, um, getting I'm kind of envisioning someone who plays a lot of live. That's like, yeah, you know, could be really good at poker, but just doesn't play online. And sure. like, we we might be able to see that in like a play and explain or two. That like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah this guy, you know, knows yeah, what he's doing. He just doesn't have the sample to show it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's it. Apply. That's <laughs> make money. <laughs> John's, John's call to action: apply, make money. No, I mean. Yeah, my, my head's going down and it ha it's also been like a low, lower priority in trying to onboard a bunch of players, a low, lower priority in scaling um, until, yeah, I, I know where all the buttons are, the machines whirring, everything's going um, as planned. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know how many wolves we're going to onboard, how many people we're going to bring on in the near future, but that's the path to apply. And in the meantime, just uh, listen to me and John on Tactical Tuesday, and we'll have another Wolf update at some point in the future. Yeah, we'll try to make him less sporadic. Yeah, John said that, not me. <laughs> See you next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.